Hello, my name is Fernando Peralta, and today I will be doing my podcast for the summative assessment of the US United States Constitu Constitution uh, topic. Uh, I would first like to explain the two principles, separation of powers and checks of balances of the United States uh, government. The separation of powers is a principle created uh, by the, that was created by the Constitution to divide the U.S. government into, into three different branches that work together to govern the country. The principle of the checks and balances was a principle created after the separation of powers for each branch to be able to limit the actions and powers of each, each, each other's branches. So in the separation of powers, the Constitution divided the government into three different, uh, into three different branches. And the checks and balances was a principle created for so that each each branch can limit the actions of the other branches. In case of one branch trying to get uh, more power than the others, the three branches that were made in the U.S. government was the legislative branch, the executive branch and the judicial branch. Each branch has different responsibilities and powers. The legislative branch, also known as the Congress, is the branch that has the power to make laws. They can override a presidential veto. They collect taxes, control the money, declare war, approve treaties and appointments, and can impeach elected government officials. The executive branch, also known as the chief executive or the president, has the main power to make sure that laws are followed. He is the commander-in-chief of the military forces of the country. He carries out laws passed by the Congress. He can veto laws. He can appoint cabinet members and judges with Congress approval. He can make treaties with other countries with, con with Congress approval. And he, he can offer pardons to people who have committed offenses against the federal law. The judicial branch, also known as the Supreme Court, has its main task interpreting the laws and deciding if the laws are constitutional or, or fair. The Supreme Court can decide cases involving the constitution of federal laws, review the decisions of a lower court, and have the power to decide if laws are constitutional, fair, or not. The legislative branch can check or limit the power of the executive branch by overriding their, their veto, impeaching the president, refusing to give funds to the president, rejecting treaties that he offers, and rejecting appointments he makes. And the legislative branch can check or limit the judicial branch by proposing constitutional amendments to overrule judicial decisions, impeach Supreme Court judges, and rejecting appointments to the Supreme Court. The executive branch can check or limit the power of the legislative branch by vetoing their laws or bills, and can limit the judicial branch by appointing the Supreme Court judges. So by deciding who will be the next judge or and if they will be judges that, that are on his favor or against him. The judicial branch can check or limit the legislative branch by declaring their laws unconstitutional. They can also check or limit the executive branch by declaring their executive actions unconstitutional. So declaring their actions unfair. Even though it doesn't look like something that may occur very, very frequently, there are sometimes that 
that checks and balances have worked and have been used before. Uh, an example of the of the legislative branch using the checks and balances on the executive branch was when President Donald Trump asked for legis for the legislative branch for funds to build the, the wall and the legislative branch didn't give him the money amount he was asking for. And a time in which the legislative branch used the checks and balances against the judicial branch was in 1805, the, when the legislative branch approved the impeachment against the Justice Samuel Chase. A time in which the executive branch used the checks and balances against the legislative branch was in 1887, when the President Glover Cleveland vetoed the Texas seed bill that was a debt of about $10,000 in that time because he didn't feel they should have paid that much money. This means that the president limited the legislative branch of paying that debt. And a time in which the, the executive branch has used the checks and balances against the judicial branch was when President Donald Trump ap appointed three Supreme Court judges that are now in the Supreme Court. If he di didn't appoint them, then they couldn't, they wouldn't be working there right now. And a time in which the judicial branch used the checks and balances against the legislative branch was when the judicial branch declared a law created by the Congress unconstitutional in 1803 in the case of Marbury versus Madison. And finally, a time in which the judicial branch used the checks and balances against the executive branch was when the Supreme Court declared President Trump's actions unconstitutional when he wanted to use military funds to build the border wall. I would like to talk about the limited government principle. This principle helps to protect against government tyranny by using the separation of powers and the checks and balances to make sure that if one branch of the government wants to become tyrants, they can be limited and removed from the power by the other two branches of the government. This has happened before, uh, actually not too far away from now, when Pre President Donald Trump was impeached of power in December of 2019 after being accused of abusing power. He was later exonerated of these charges by the Congress in February of 2020, continuing as the President of the United States. The legislative branch, who were the ones that impeached him, probably wanted to impeach him because they started to see signs of tyranny, and by using the limited government principle, they were able to impeach him until they were sure that he wasn't going to become a tyrant. One quote that seems great for me that I read from the Article 2 was the President of the United States has the power to do several things and has several responsibilities. Among them, he shall nominate and by the, with the advice of and consent of the Senate shall appoint ambassadors, other public ministers and consuls, judges of the Supreme Court and all of other officers of the United States. This information was gotten from the Article 2, Section 2. Lastly, I would like to give my opinion of the claim, how well does the constitutional principles of the separation of powers, checks and balances, and limited government protect against tyranny, the US government. I believe that the properly mentioned principles greatly protect the US government from becoming a tyranny. The separation of powers divides the US government into, into three different branches, giving equal power to each branch. 
that checks and balances keep different things that each branch is in charge to do, the power they have and the limits of what they can do. The checks and balances also make sure that if one branch is doing something that shouldn't be done, the other two branches get enough power to override the decision and stop it. The limited government principles applies in the U.S. by restricting the power that government officials have through the Constitution of the U.S. As it can be seen, these three principles work together to protect the country from unwanted government tyranny and up to now have been very effective since no tyrannies have happened since the Constitution was made along these principles.